over Mark Commode, take a seat Barry Norman and shift up Claudia Winkleman because welcome to the Wise Men Say Film Club. I'm your host Tom Walsh and during this film club we're going to be looking at some of our favourite films documenting the world of football from the downright outrageous to the just fantastic and I'm joined this evening by Matthew Keeling. Hello, I'm very excited about this. <laughs> and with good reason because we're starting this film club dissection with one of the classic overlooked genres of cinema which is the football hooligan film and uh, we're starting of course with the 2005 classic Green Street my name is Matt Buckner last spring I got kicked out of Harvard but what I was about to learn no Ivy League school in the world could teach me hey this is my brother Matt I'll give you 100 if you take Matt here to the match and you're going to be on your best behaviour. Come on, then. We're sort of going into my place of business, right? An outsider has discovered a place. I think that's like an organised political movement or something. Where a game... Love me. Green Street Elite. ...is only the beginning of another world. It's really about reputation. You might learn something. About soccer? Not about soccer. Oh, let's get out of here. Not when you with us. You stand your ground and fight. Fight? I don't have a fight. Just fight yourself when you hate. Yeah. You're running around with some kind of gang. It's not a gang. They're my friends. I like you, but you have no idea what you're getting into. You know, Pete and his thug friends aren't the answer. Hello, boys! Sick, you're so sick! I teach history. You teach? Yes. It isn't knowing that your friends have your back. It's knowing that you have your friends back. Green Street Hooligans. One of my favourites and <laughs> one of the best and also terrible films ever made. Uh, it covers it. Yeah, I mean you've summed it up well. <laughs> Probably the best and worst film of all time. It was also it came out in two thousand five, and it was also like hot on the heels of uh, Football Factory, which was kind of yeah. like Football Factory was kind of like the you know the gritty down to earth one, whereas this was. I think what Americans think. Yeah, there's there's a there's a lot more football in the football factory. Um, if that makes sense, like you, that's you know that was it Liverpool away. Um, the only the only football in this one is, well, we'll come to this later. But <laughs> when they play the when they play the wrong team at home, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, it also it follows uh, Matt Buckner, uh, a it's described as an everyman who happens to study uh, journalism at Harvard University, played by Elijah Wood. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which in itself, I mean, what's he thinking? Bear in mind, this was uh, four years after. Uh, it was just hot on the heels of he just finished the trilogy of Lord of the Rings. Uh, just... <laughs> what's his agent doing? <laughs> this same, apparently, according to Wikipedia, this same year he had two films. One was Sin City and the other was this. So, well, <laughs> from Frodo Baggins to 
a football hooligan. It's it's amazing. It's. it's <laughs> I just. It, the, what? You just imagine sitting down, right, Elijah? We've got we've got a couple of things for you. Um, do you want to play a football hooligan? Who comes from America and fits in with a man from <laughs> from from Australia? <laughs> by the sounds of it. Yeah. So also like uh, the the main. I don't know if he's protagonist. I don't know if we're supposed to like him. Uh, but it's a man who can do no accents. It's uh, <laughs> Star of uh, Sons of Anarchy, uh, Charlie Hunnam, who's supposed to be, uh, well, apparently he's, he's from Newcastle, he was born in Newcastle. Yeah, I didn't know that until I um, did, a, did a quick bit of, bit of research to see where on earth he was actually from, <laughs> because he gives nothing away in the film, does he? <laughs> well, well, for one what what thing we can deduce from Green Street is that he can never... He could never quite pin down that Cockney accent, no matter no. how hard he uh, he tries. Especially during the singing. It's oh. really apparent during... Oh, it's awful, <laughs> isn't it? It's for when everything's a song and it... Oh, well, dreadful. We'll get into that. Just before I start that, uh, I remember this film coming out in 2005 and, like, everyone in school. It was also, like, the dawn of, like... Um, like, when social media was, like, kind of starting... So every mm. lad, every like fifteen-year-old lad who went to like football had like really badly uh, HTML code pictures of Green <laughs> Street on their uh, horribly done MySpace page. Um, it's just I don't know. It's made everyone feel kind of like they're a hooligan, but then nothing actually correlates to the actual match-going experience in two thousand five. No, it, no. I mean, I was thirteen, so <laughs> prime, I wasn't prime age for it for a scrap. Um, <laughs> I, it, yeah, it doesn't correlate with my experiences of football. I was talking about this earlier. I was was watching it, and well, I I think that I would. Be, he's called Matt, and I feel that I would be him if I was introduced <laughs> to football hooligans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you don't you don't possess the two things they hate, which will uh, will get. Be, to be fair, there would be plenty they would hear about me. Oh, yeah, yeah, they would. <laughs> but the the overriding theme would be... I'm none of them two things, no. Well, <laughs> this tour de force of cinema begins in a... Uh, well, the first opening scene is... We see uh, <laughs> Pete, Pete Dunham and his and he's, uh, motley crew of West Ham fans singing I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles, which I pe- appears to be on a Friday night in an empty bank tube station. A deserted. <laughs> like, what? Like, have you ever been to a bank train station? I've never seen it empty. Well, it's probably empty now. But I've never seen it empty. Um, yeah, that's a, a very weird initial thing to set the tone rather well, I think, for the film. I think it's just as like uh, for Americans, it's like you're in London. This is set in yeah, London, every central uh, London. Yeah, but it's like there's not they're not alone on this train station. <laughs> no, of course uh, they're not, <laughs> <laughs> because having having to be uh, on the other side of the platform is a uh, a firm of what I believe to be uh, Tottenham fans. Um, yes, with uh, and they trade a bit of back and forth, and apparently there's too much yammer. We're inter- oh, we're introduced to. Like Charlie Hunnam's terrible Cockney accent. Here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like shocking. <laughs> it's so bad. 
<laughs> but they have this enormous scrap where it also turns like, where they end up having a fight on top of a telephone box. And, like a red <laughs> telephone box that's just just casually placed outside of uh, <gasps> Bankstrin's Bank train station as well. Of all of the underground stations you could have used, Bank. <laughs> it, well, it, it's, it's brilliant, really. I'd not really paid much attention to the fact that, until I watched it again this afternoon, that it's in a deserted train station with the only other people in the train station happen to be another firm. <laughs> it's just... It's, I cut yeah, just brilliant, brilliantly shit. And they have this, they have this enormous scrap outside, and it's like right, this is the introduction to the the hooligans, and it cuts to a leafy Harvard, right. <laughs> where, where Elijah Wood or Matt Buckner is getting uh, getting kicked out of Harvard uh, as it transpires that his roommate uh, Jeremy Van Holden has been. Uh, <laughs> Has been doing a lot of coke, and he's blamed it on him, and so now he's like his initial he's... first thought. Oh, he takes a ten grand bribe off him. Yeah, to, uh, he's, cover in it deep, up. he's in deep shit. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes off to. Uh... You still there? Yeah, I'm still. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he goes off. He takes the money and runs to the. Uh... Runs to go so we see his uh, sister in London, and on the way, he's uh, it transpires that his major was in journalism, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time we're actually on his. He's reading his. Uh, he's like, what do they call it? Thesis. 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 Yeah. Thesis. And it's about death in a Paris tunnel. Very. <laughs> so it's like, mm-hmm. so you've wrapped up, wrapped up like the Americans' love of Princess Diana because that's all. Because <laughs> that's yeah. all. That's... And it's when he gets Obsession. off. It's when he gets off in the also gets off at the same uh, happened to be the same tube station where they've just had this big scrap the night before. Yeah. Oh yeah. Conveniently. Yeah. 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 Where he <laughs> wonders if there's been a terrorist attack. <laughs> Which is uh, which his sister kindly responds like, Oh no, just match day madness. <laughs> just oh, like... God. Just oh. Just like oh Tottenham were in town last night. It's like they're from the same city. Why were they there though? Like why why were they like what central London, why were they doing that there? But, like, On a Friday from... night <laughs> Where are you playing oh. But it's like why, and also if they were playing these two matches, like I assume, like and a lot of it wouldn't be those just those West Ham and Tottenham fans that have to go through Bank Station. Surely they all would. No, we yeah, and obviously they, they weren't playing each other because they were in the Championship, weren't they, West Ham? Oh yeah. So, so, <laughs> they, so there's, there's mass gaping holes in the plot line already. <laughs> We're already five minutes in, and these <laughs> found some credits enormous, haven't uh, been up yet, and it's like the opening <laughs> titles haven't been on the screen yet. It's already been torn apart, written off. But it, <laughs> so he goes, he goes back to his sisters, and he won't tell him why he's been kicked out of Harvard, but he just happens to now be in London for yeah, he just uh, happens he, to no longer be there. Yeah, um, and it's like oh, apparently his dad's like some. Uh, some like famous journalists from overseas and all this. So this is, is a thing that also the mum's dead, which doesn't add anything to the story. No, the, 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 I was I was thinking about it earlier. It, it just gets dropped in a few times. Um, 
that um, the mum's dead. So, but then, then you sort of waiting, aren't you, for like it to to develop into something? And it just doesn't. It's just a sad tagline and this sad like underlying thing that is no longer has a mum. So it's also just like a, this underlying useless bit of just like oh, he's, <laughs> he's sad as well. His dad doesn't speak to him, but he's like his mum's dead. And he's been framed and <laughs> kicked out of Harvard. And now he's friends with a man with a terrible accent. It's just, just... Well, so this is where we get introduced. So we also meet, uh, uh, what's it called? Sharon's uh, husband, which is... Uh, uh, we've forgotten. He's Steve Dunham, yes. And he's got a... I need to give something away then, if anyone Ooh, hasn't yeah. seen the film. And I, I, he's one of the... Few characters that keep popping up in this film that I'm like, I swear you're in EastEnders, and it's <laughs> yeah, he was in. I'm sure he was in Mad Dogs as well. If you've seen that on Sky One, that was a that was a thing that was on a, a few years ago, which was quite good actually. I may well go back and rewatch that. Well, they've um, got all the time in the world. Yeah, I'm so, well, we've got places to be, mate. But I'll see if I can fit <laughs> it. <in. laughs> so. So he's getting acquainted to meeting the uh, the uh, like in-laws, uh, per se. And then there's a knock at the door and enter Pete Dunham. Uh, here he comes. <laughs> Charlie, here he comes. Oh, still... Pete's here. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Pete's she here. Says, as she looks out the window and he happens to be arriving at the same time as him. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes in with the most, like, he's like, oh... Hello, and he's just like, oh, they've got a baby as well, and it's just like, oh, oh and yeah. he does this the horrible like cringy uh, West Ham till I die. Oh, rendition. I hate that. I wanted to crawl and oh, crawl into like, a ball. He, he does it in full, <laughs> just like the full in the song. baby's face. <laughs> <laughs> And he goes, and it's just this horrible thing where he takes the kid off. He goes, "See you later, Ben." <laughs> oh, and then he goes, he goes into the kitchen and just grabs a beer and he opens it with his teeth, just like yeah, because to signify because he's really hard. Yeah, to signify to Elijah Ward that this is the hardest man you're ever gonna meet. Oh, he's dreadful. <laughs> but now it transpires there's another match today. Yeah, what? Yeah, I. But like, what time is this? That's what. I, what, what time is that? Well, there's a bit towards. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we had a right roll map, and and he's a, and all all these journals can say is how we ruin the night. It's like the matches are completely in daytime the entire time. All yeah, of it is in daytime. It's all in day. Yeah, and when they're coming out of the pub to go to the match, that is not. An evening kickoff. <laughs> no, it, it, it's not. It's like what? What get? Like who's played two games back to back in days? It, uh, it's not nineteen sixty two, right? When you were trying to fit in postponed cup replays and stuff in back to back days. It, there's a couple of bits in that um, when they're in the pub uh, before the before the game when the goal from being sort of just having a few beers and ripping the American guy to being more <laughs> flinging beer around in the pub. Well, so, so it's take... meant bother. Oh, I've been oh, introduced right. to bother. Well, yeah. okay. well, so it transpires that uh, 
uh, Pete wants money off Steve to go at the match for some reason. Because Pete uh, doesn't have any money <laughs> for some reason. Oh, no, he's lost his oh, wallet. Oh, because he's lost his wallet. He's yeah. lost his wallet and his phone, probably scrapping with Tottenham fans the night before. And Steve says, you can only go if you take... Uh, met here and he's like oh no I can't take a, a yank he's fuming about he's it he's fuming he's absolutely raging at the prospect of taking just another man to, <laughs> to just a, a man just a man in a denim jacket to a uh, a football match but on the to way to a very insignificant football match as well isn't it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and on the way they have their first fight which is oh no uh, before we go to this they have to keep they have to keep explaining Cockney rhyming slang just all the yeah, way through it. I've written that down, yeah. There's, so they mentioned the first bit, was it um, Tom Tit is, the, is yeah. the first one. Well, you know, like bees and honey, money. And so, yeah, well, that... why are you explaining Cockney rhyming slang? <laughs> it's an English film, but. <laughs> And it's a, I, I also thought this was directed or, like, written by an American. But it's not. It's, it's written by a German woman. <laughs> so it's not So it's not as if, like, like they don't understand... Well, I assume Europeans understand this, uh, this like, Cockney rhyming slang. But it doesn't need to be repeated, <laughs> like, every, like, every, 20 well, minutes it, of the film. <laughs> explains it then and then explains it in the pub again and then explains it the match. Well, see, and this is where the ulterior motive of uh, Pete's uh, business feelings is that he's in uh, like a firm, he's, as he has yeah. explained. And it just as he's enter, he's as he's explaining this firm before he enters, in quotes, my place of business, which is mm. an empty pub. <laughs> he has to explain that it's like. The the people in there they don't like journalists and obviously we know Matt is a journalist. He's a journal. He's, He's a, a journal shirt on. Yeah, <laughs> this is where like the word journal enters the public lexicon. <laughs> yeah, it does, yeah. <laughs> and he meets his crew, who at first are all standoffish, but then he uses the bees and honey line, and then they're all mates, <laughs> just yeah, instantly friends. Yeah. No, because they talk about um, where's where's bother. All right, he's been in the bog 15 minutes. He had a bad ruby last night, didn't he? Oh, no. And then he... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he goes, yeah. What, we... Ruby goes, Ruby, right? Yeah, I get it. Like, bees and honey, money. And, that's... <laughs> and then they're all best friends yeah. immediately, despite hating him a minute ago for being American. <laughs> <laughs> so they're on. So they also there's that horrible bit where like Pete's trying to t- explain that like um, the Karate Kid was based on him. Yeah, <laughs> and they're all like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They just believe him that, it, that it's based on this kid. <coughs> they just a just a kid in a denim jacket. In a denim jacket, and then then this is when they start flinging. Beer around. Well, that, this is where they bump into Bother, and Bother is like, I don't even know how to really describe him. He's just the prick of the group. He's a bellend, isn't he? Like a proper. Little, reminds like, me of. It looks like Tom Clark from The Enemy. A yes, bit. yes. And also in 2005, like everyone looked like that. <laughs> yeah, I look like that. <laughs> and you just so like, it, you have to, uh, oh, you have to, like, um, 
I don't know, it seems like you have to earn the respect of bother for some bizarre yeah, reason. Yeah, he tries to shake his hand, doesn't he? And Yeah, and he's like, oh... oh he's, he's like, oh... So then he... Yeah, so then... The <laughs> bother, when the... When the when the turn from a few beers to absolutely mortal in the blink of an eye, <laughs> <laughs> with the racism, oh, well, yeah. flinging <laughs> flinging pints around, and then he goes to the toilet. So they're all covered. Bother's literally chucking pints all over himself, soaking wet, goes, <laughs> soaking wet. And he goes to the toilet. Uh, Matt goes to the toilet. Bother comes in to warn him. Bother's bone dry. <laughs> Bother hasn't had beer thrown all over him, has he? Like... <laughs> it just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense because the pub goes from being like like literally about five people in it, yeah, to, to within about ten minutes being absolutely heaving, everyone and what, mad. And, and what then... time is it? <laughs> yeah, again, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a night match, but they go in in daylight but... and they come back out in daylight. <laughs> the whole match is in daylight. So unless you're playing this on the Isle of Skye. <laughs> In the middle of August. <laughs> That's the only time you're going to get daylight like that. And... <laughs> so, okay. so, so after being threatened, he's like, right, yeah, let's let's go this game. I mean, he tries to get out of it twice, but now they're all like... Yeah, he doesn't want to go. They're all like, no, in fairness, you wouldn't, because <laughs> these guys are idiots. I know, but you wouldn't know. You, but you would, I wouldn't even want to go for a drink with them. Uh, oh, no, but it's like, this is like... It's, oh, <laughs> and he keeps saying soccer. To the point. Oh, yeah. What calling it soccer? Yeah. It's so, <laughs> so the, you, yeah, he gets a very irritated. He gets very increasingly irritated by him calling him it's soccer, doesn't he? And then what? he finally warns him before. Importantly, before they get to the ground. Yeah, that's good. Doesn't want him calling it soccer in the ground because they obviously have to cover their faces when they they walk past the policeman and the cameras. Yeah, just dropping in like, oh, we're the most watched nation on earth, and all he does yeah. with by that is uh, pull up his collar. Yeah, he pulls his collar up and tucks his chin into it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's something that like kids would do. Like, yeah. you know, when you see those lads who are like fifteen, sixteen, they've gone to the first away game yeah. in the lives, and like they've got the goggle hats on. It's like, oh yeah, keep your head down. It's like, what? What are <laughs> you not... doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Can I get arrested for going to the game and wearing a Burberry scarf? Well, as the this is one of the major uh, flaws of like this film. Uh, well, there's many, but the, yeah, <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, but also like the realism is like in football matches. You said they don't actually ever go to a match. No, in, in this. They go to the game, which is supposedly against Birmingham, which no, it's against. It's the, all the footage is against Gillingham. Gillingham, yeah. But, but it's also not only are they at the game; they're in the front row, of, yeah. <laughs> of the furthest away stand from the away fans. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want to know when these scenes were filmed and what like the sort of protocol was for West Ham allowing this to. See, See, I assume that the footage of them in the ground is actually real. Did yeah, they... that's what I mean. Like, did they do it at half time? Yeah. Oh, during a game? Oh, did they? Like, yeah. Well, it looks like it's during a game because it's like they're all kind of like oh, I don't know, but because <laughs> like people, you'd be few. Like people stood in front. Of... Would you mind? We're just filming uh, something called Green Street. Um, about... during the game. It's about hooligans. <laughs> and he's gonna. Yeah, and then 
It's a, yeah, it's about hooligans. It portrays you in a really bad light, and then <laughs> we, and then the, and then of course you you arrive at the bit where, well, bother. Well, God, I mean, <laughs> this is this I mean, is outrageous. Yeah. I mean, well, it's quite annoying actually. It it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense how he's actually managed to do this or how like any like screenwriter or director has ever been to a football match or anything yeah. of this ilk that think this this would actually happen. So for those who haven't <laughs> seen it and those that uh, and for those that have what happens is Bother uh, after being completely drunk uh, but then like completely stone cold sober <coughs> he's not I'm dry. He was sat <laughs> he was sat with uh, the rest of the uh, the lads but then it cuts to him walking around the side of the pitch Wearing like um, kind of like a hivish jacket with media written on the back, which I can only presume that is like he's nicked that. And he's so he probably he could have just beaten someone up. You imagine? Well, what you know in his reputation. It. Yeah, well, he's hard as nails, isn't he? So yeah, and it keeps it keeps does it keeps panning into like these two blokes in the Birmingham Zulu section. <laughs> um, and which is wa- really the Gillingham away end. <laughs> which is really a, a sparsely populated Gillingham yeah. away end. <laughs> and uh, so, so he walks around the corner in front of the away fans and then proceeds to just, like, offer them all out. I don't understand. What's he going to do? I, I, I Offering think, the entire away end out? Yeah, it's just like, it doesn't make any sense. And it's also like, if we don't... I mean, I hate to be a stickler for, like, consistency... They, them, are in the other end of the pitch would not be able to see this going on. <laughs> no, no, no. So, like, they're, like, really proud of him as well. So like, what are you doing? And he comes out of the ground and he's just stood there having a sick... Not arrested <laughs> Not arrested. It. Not it... arrested, not even detained in any way. Just, <laughs> just... What? You can't even... What? I don't... Get, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't... I, it annoys me that bit because it's so far fetched. I mean, there's a lot of things that, like, in this film, they're a bit mad. But you think that's I don't know. That's just that's a bit too much. It's impossible. <laughs> and, uh, so, so then he comes. God. <laughs> so as the he stood outside and they all like come up to him. He's like stuff of legend. What? what? <laughs> just like. And then, <laughs> And then it transpires that this Birmingham lot are going to have a, a pop, per se. They don't sound like they're from Birmingham either, do they? No, they don't. One of them sounds a complete scouse, but... <laughs> <laughs> the accents are dreadful. The, really, the, the, oh God, it's not quite as bad as as, uh, as our friend from Newcastle, but well, we've got... It pushes... Uh, yeah. oh, it's, it's shocking, and then he tries to leave him with a Chelsea grin and... Uh, it would because obviously Matt goes the wrong way. He walked. He walks. So like Elijah Ward is like, oh, he doesn't really fancy this. So they go off to like beat up Birmingham. But the, as he's going off, these Zulus are watching him and then following him down the street. And then he seems to take a route instead of getting the tube like a normal person. He seems to go down the route of abandoned warehouses. Yeah. It, 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 like, sort of imagine walking down... 
Like sheepfolds, really, not knowing where you were going. But zigzagging ta- all the way through. And taking like a right and going through the, the industrial units. <laughs> Why would you do that? He's only been there a day. He only landed yesterday. He's What's like, oh, he doing? He's like, oh, do you know your way back to walk? He's like, oh, obviously no. Having tried, having claimed he's still got jet lag, he's trying to. He's then. He's, and he's had about the six match. pints. He's had six pints. He's had. He's been the match. He's had a fight. <laughs> So he gets set upon by these two uh, two Birmingham fans, and they, they already know he's a yank. Which, <laughs> yeah, how? And, it's, and then it's it's mentioned, and he's like, "Oh, you're running with the GSE, are you?" And it's like, "Well, the major. Do you know about Chelsea Green? The major. The first mention of the major." Yeah, well, you then you don't, put, wow. you don't know yet. You don't, you don't know, know yet. yet. And just as he's about to get a Chelsea grin, which is a... <laughs> I don't know what they do. I, well, I've never had a Chelsea grin. I think they'll put a credit card in your mouth and punch you. Will that really hurt? Yeah. <laughs> well, your hand. Mm. Oh, so, I don't know. Right, anyway. Yeah, it would, yeah, but I think... I don't know if they... It's, do I they just presume start? it splits you... Because you put it in your mouth and I think the, they push into the car and it like splits your mouth open, I believe. Hence mm. the grin. No, it's called a Chelsea grin. Don't not. want one. No, you just I... use con- contactless now, ain't you? <laughs> <laughs> We've moved on in the world. <laughs> just uh, tap your chin with a card. So just as he's about to do it, he, uh, he, gets, he gets booted by the GSE, and then Pete Dunham delivers the amazing uh, line, we don't leave our mates behind. <laughs> no, you've just sent him down an industrial estate to get home by himself. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> one of them gets punched, and then they run off, and they can't find him. And then they say, "Oh, should we just get?" Now they have a van. Just a van yeah, where's the van up. come from? Because everyone's had ten pints. <laughs> so who's driving the van? <laughs> so, and where is the van parked on a match day around Upton Park, yeah, where there just, is no oh, traffic? Oh, it's just uh, just in the warehouse. <laughs> just <laughs> so. But anyway, and then they, and then as they turn the corner, because they've had the smash windscreen, they meet the the the, the rest of the Birmingham Zulus. They aren't happy, and he's like, right. Oh, they aren't happy. Oh, Elijah Wood's shitting his pants now. So he's like, we have to go. We have to go. Blah blah blah. And then, uh, he, then uh, obviously what? Pete <laughs> del- delivers another great line of <sighs> you, <laughs> which has been used in, uh, as I was mentioning, every fifteen-year-old lad's MySpace page. Through 2005 to probably about 2007, uh, you mm. stand your ground and you fight. Oh, you, f- you fight. <laughs> fight, guy, mate. Yeah. That's not even my Stand back, your so. ground and fight. <laughs> Just, what, ch- what are you doing? And so, <laughs> so he's like, right, we're going to have to go and fight it, fight these people. And he's just like, just think of someone you hate. <laughs> it really hates him because he dragged him all over London. <laughs> and now he's just got. He told him to go, and now he's going to have to beat up someone from Liverpool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some Liverpool Birmingham fan <laughs> who's really hard and has a credit card. <laughs> oh, God. And it does as well. It's just, it turns into some maniac. So he just starts windmilling into this like yeah. He just looks completely bemused. And um, yeah, so now like he's had his first fight and now he's all like, yeah, he's in with them. Um, 
and now that's he, it now and now he starts smoking because he's dead hard yeah he's yeah uh, well uh we'll just pause there for a moment because you know there's only so much to uh take in um and well if you think yeah. about that film i mean fashion was a very big part of it um i'm not saying that they're all hooligans wear from the terraces stuff but it's no very... no hmm? no absolutely not no they don't because people of that repute are just well well you'll see on green street and football <laughs> when you want to um <laughs> but yes keep supporting um from the terraces during these uh tough times and when we can it's all go... not it's it's not hooligan clothing but it's very much match day attire yes um like the, and... the most sophisticated gents at the match yeah, fits all occasions. Would not fit the idiots that you see on Green Street. <laughs> um, the major. We haven't even came to a, a well, particular character yet. Uh, will, would not uh, would not fit Billy Bright from the football factory <coughs> with his family watching him mow his lawn. It would. <laughs> that is also incredible. <laughs> but we need we, we, we that requires an entire an entire podcast. Maybe in because, the near future. Because Billy Bright is just incredible. <laughs> Everything has gone wrong in his world, and we just need to take a step back and uh, appreciate him. Yeah, so uh, keep supporting from the terraces, and when we yeah, can do that, play yeah. football again, we can all look fantastic. Uh, we'll take a break there then. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say Film Club, where we're. We're on a deep dive into the uh, 2005 uh, cinematic masterpiece of uh, Green Street. Um, <laughs> Such a deep dive, we're going to need breathing apparatus. <laughs> we've hit the briny deep. That's bri- terrible, I'm sorry, it's awful. <laughs> so, we've already, so now Elijah Wood, or Matt Buckner, has, um, he's got his first taste of football violence. and uh, turns, turns out he likes it. But he's a bit curious of what the what he saw yesterday, and uh, as the next day, as they're having, because he stays at uh, <laughs> at Pete's house, his which, first night, his in first England. night, yeah, he's just completely sacked off his sister for some reason, um, and now he's uh, staying in a bedsit, uh, which is Pete's house, mm. and uh, so he's trying to explain the uh, the concept of the firms. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But not in, as he uh, as he says, not in that bloods and crips like you have over there. <laughs> oh, he goes like the Yankees and the Red Sox. <laughs> More like the Israelis and the Palestinians. <laughs> no, mate, no, it isn't. Chelsea, like West Ham, Millwall is not like defending the Gaza Strip. Gaza Strip, like no, you can just drive into Bermondsey. It, 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 it's fine, like, it's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know in all these films it's like Millwall are like painted as like the most evil people in like and they're the never world. Really, but they're always the secondary team aren't they yeah they're never the main hang on aren't they uh, oh are they football factory oh no football factory is Chelsea isn't it Chelsea yeah and the, o- Chelsea, like, the other one yeah see again the uh, the bad guys are like a Millwall which yeah but- um so as he's uh, as he's trying to explain the uh, of why he's in England because he's been kicked out of Harvard because of this. Uh, oh yes, the person who he hated was uh, Jeremy Van Holden, and just yeah. like the most wooden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a name! Like what? A, 
God. Think, think of someone who sounds like they might be at Harvard and we'll call them him. It's just shit. Like another piece of really lazy sort of writing and directing in the film. Yeah, and it's terrible. like, oh yeah, he's a he's a dynasty. He's like, oh yeah, it's like, oh. No, like... You don't you don't know who his dad is. Yeah, like, well, yeah. No, well, no, we don't because you. It's never been introduced. Know who you are, mate. Like you just. Just a guy doing coke at the beginning of it. <laughs> also, it's kind of. Uh... <laughs> It is kind of like ironic how like he moved from Harvard to get away from cocaine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a like, oh, we wouldn't do to... cocaine here. <laughs> and he's gone to spend Saturday afternoons with a football hooligan firm. Which uh, <laughs> I mean, not to cast aspersions of all football hooligans, oh, but no, of course, uh, some of them may partake, but may, may there not. may be some recreational drug use going on. Could do. We don't condone that kind of behaviour, but we uh, don't. <laughs> but uh, it has it has been known it not us it has been known not us. <laughs> disclaimer disclaimer uh, so yeah as he's explaining to uh, to Pete why he was kicked out of Harvard uh, Pete retorts with uh, the a, a wonderful line of to prove again how hard he is he said mate if he did that to me I'd smash seven shades of shit yeah. out of him. and he finds that really funny doesn't he Matt yeah and he's just like that it's Oh god! Like how you're just mad, and then you're odd. <laughs> and then it transpires that Pete Dunham, uh, habitual beater up of people, is also a PE teacher and a history teacher. Yeah, because he he goes on about hey, I'm a history teacher, and then cuts to him teaching PE, <laughs> which is just <laughs> to children in managing to have full West Ham kits. <coughs> For a PE lesson, and home and away. <laughs> because everyone in London supports West Ham. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, of course, of course. Um, but I, again, there's one goal. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also, yeah, it's one goal. But like an enormous goal. <laughs> A huge goal, like, like a full size goal for these, what looks like these, a six aside game. Like, so these 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 kids, if you've not seen this, are about nine, <laughs> and it is. <laughs> so it's like, but then he's also like, Matt's got to cover his his tracks here because it's like, well, he can't say he studied, and he said, oh, why don't you come in? It's like, oh, we're doing American history, and it's like, oh no, well, I don't really know much about that. That's <sighs> when, yeah. And it's like, the, the journalness might come out. Yeah, the, yeah. It's when you sort of think, well, American stuff's not really my forte. Right, well, hang on, mate. Like, surely you know a bit. Surely you could tell a nine-year-old about it. Like, it's, a... <laughs> it's just like it's not the biggest lie in the world just to like ramble on about like America. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The president does it on a daily basis. It's like it's just like you know, lies just rambles on a lot. Well, we'll save that for wise men say political chat in uh, in two in a few weeks with time. Craig Clark <laughs> <laughs> and nobody else. <laughs> also, meanwhile, meanwhile, while this is happening, uh, Bover goes to the other side of the tracks <laughs> and just drives into a <laughs> Bover. He's called Bover. Bover. With two V's. Yeah, bother. Like, not bother. Bother. <laughs> Boffer. 
Judy's mum goes, calls him Bother. <laughs> Our little Bother, bother. you tease me. <laughs> well, also, Bother has gone to have. Uh, obviously, he's gone to. He's driven a motorbike into a, just a place called Millwall. Millwall. It's, <laughs> just like, you are now, like, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but that's not where Millwall is. Is I didn't. No, even, I'm not sure it's a place. It might be wrong. I did. Like, Berman. I always thought it was Bermondsey. Yeah. Well, that's where. The, yeah, that's where the ground that's where is. Where the ground is, isn't it? So it's like. But he, he goes to Millwall for his tea. Yeah, but he's like. But that's when we meet uh, Tommy Hatchet. Ooh. One of the great. One of the greatest <laughs> names the dog, in football. Who looking... <laughs> Tommy again, another lazy piece of. Tommy Hatchet. Tommy Hatcher. <laughs> And he's just like, just... And he, <laughs> and he, the actor, the actor in it, he, I think, I've it's seen Jeff him Bell, in, isn't it? Yeah, he plays the same role in every film. Yeah, he's in the business uh, as a lunatic. He's in, <laughs> yeah, he's in basically all of these sort of films, really, as a psychopath. Uh, he's in War Horse as well. <laughs> it's quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, did he play lunatic in that? Uh, probably, I would imagine. <laughs> well, well, bother. Just uh, he drops in. He's like, oh, they've got this American now in the uh, in the firm, the GSE, mm. the green. Oh, sorry, I've, I don't know if we brought this up, but the firm is called the Green Street Elite. The Green Street Elite. Yeah, play on the um, actual firm. As as bad as like football hooligan firms names are. You, they never have the word elite in it. No, it's not like the not like the actual soldiers. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It's, it's oh god. They're really proud of that name though, as well, aren't they? <laughs> they they are as well. GSE. Uh, and, and so uh, and so the the GSE's big. Uh, outing next is something that Pete describes as the one thing that strikes the two words that strikes fear into every West Ham fans uh, hearts and that is United away because obviously yeah. West Ham and Manchester United have such a rivalry that uh... <laughs> ever since that uh, Fabian Barthez appealing for offside game yeah I mean <laughs> yeah and uh... I don't understand that also did you just in that cafe uh, part there, where when Bother goes to Millwall for his tea, we we see um, Hatcher, Tommy Hatcher, smashing a man's face off a table <laughs> to <laughs> to prove that he's a lunatic and very unreasonable. Do, do, do you mind if I have some quiet? <coughs> I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to I'm trying have a conversation with our guest Bother. <laughs> With our guest, with our guest, he's just he's just come into us pie and mash, obviously. <laughs> Massive feast of it as well, which he doesn't. He leaves quite a lot of it as well because he so. puts a fag out in the dinner. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, and then yeah. So basically, someone's face gets smashed in because, um, and then it, apparently it's his fault. Look what you've done now. <laughs> like, well, no mate, like you didn't need to do that. Really? It's because his wife was talking. <laughs> yeah, his wife was continually talking over Tommy Hatcher. It was obviously something you shouldn't do um, <laughs> if you don't want your face smashed off a table <laughs> in Millwall. <laughs> so, 
So, so they head up to uh, they head up to Manchester. Obviously, uh, there's now tensions between our good friend Bother and um, Pete, uh, mainly Pete. because uh, for some reason <laughs> it's like Bother's like, what's the? Uh, it's like like a love stricken puppy, because yeah, he's like he's lost his. He's mate, really, hasn't he? He sort of feels like he's he's fallen down in the ranks. Mm. It's all it's a bit like um, this is England, the film, and uh, the film, this is England, where when Sean goes into the the their gang and Gadget feels a bit like pushed out. Yeah, and he's like, oh, do you feel like someone's replaced me? And then they call him a dick for thinking he's. Been, <laughs> it's a bit like that, isn't it? But like on a psychopath level and also like uh, it's done really well in This Is England whereas in this it's done very badly it's just it's just terrible it's just like he just seems to be sulking all the entire time (laughs) and trying to rat out his mates (laughs) he goes from being a bit annoyed to telling people who's in the going (laughs) immediately to Millwall and going to 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 grass on them (laughs) yeah um, so they stood it. It's like, oh, we've got to go see Man United, and they they all go on the same train, all sat together with what looks like the rest of the uh, the West Ham just normal supporters. Yeah, and and also Elijah, w- uh, sorry, Matt Buckner has been told specifically, oh, you're not supposed to come. We can't we can't have any passengers on this. And obviously yeah, the, big, the big day out, mm. the big day out to Manchester. Um, Bob is not happy about when he actually turns up on said train. Um, and there's another thing that uh, transpires in this that one of them isn't there. Um, one of them just apparently is a pilot, and he's yeah. Now I... <laughs> he's a pilot. What is he doing, dicking about with these idiots? And it's just like I mean, it doesn't look like he's doing it for like Ryan. I mean, Ryan Air pilots probably get paid a lot of money as well, but he looks like he's pretty high up in the kind of uh, pilot BA, world. Sort of. Yeah, you, you think you're talking British Airways, aren't you? But he's he's stood outside. Uh, oh, well, like I said, I'm from Manchester, and neither of uh, Manchester train stations look like that. Is it Oxford Road they get off at? Well, ah, the, uh... right. Now I've got another thing that I'd like to raise here. Okay. Because they decide that they're fucked because the Man United fans are waiting for them at the station. Yeah, there's forty of them out there outside. So. Yeah. 40 of yeah. So there's, there's what, six of them. So then, <laughs> so then, so then he goes, we'll just have to get off before Manchester. Uh, it's the express train. It doesn't, doesn't stop before Manchester. Bother goes, is that right? And pushes the emergency stop and gets it to stop exactly at Macclesfield <laughs> train station. <laughs> also, does looks like nothing like... Ma- also, it makes out like Macclesfield's a village. It's actually quite a yeah, big town. <laughs> But yeah, it, yeah. Where, where, where's the, where's the fucking cab? Oh, that 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 line. It's just like it's it's only ten miles to Manchester. It's like where are the fucking cabs? It's just like, it's like this is fantastic. <laughs> and the it, it really sort of really peaks here. I think <laughs> it's the peak of the. Uh, it's also the peak of the terrible accents where mm. the ex- the exact the more exasperated uh, Charlie Hunnam gets, the less he can do this accent. Because <laughs> if you think it was bad initially, <laughs> when he's flustered, God. <laughs> and so and now uh, Elijah Wood 
he's sorry, he's got a plan and he's going to go. The plan is fantastic. The plan is to go in a van and drive up to Manchester, gets this guy to drive a van full of football hooligans <laughs> to outside, I assume, a, a main Manchester train station. Again, nobody about. No one uh, about. No, no, it's Saturday afternoon. It's <laughs> like, it could be now, really, in these yeah. times. It's like it's been filmed now. <laughs> it's like nobody about, just casually, 40 Man United hooligans just stood outside chanting, no police. Singing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and no the police. Yeah. No, no, no police whatsoever on a match day <laughs> in Manchester for in a Manchester. Premier League game against West Ham when they're in the championship. <laughs> in the championship. <laughs> also, the first game was against Birmingham, who also in the championship. So again, this makes no sense. <laughs> and he goes, uh, he drives up. And it's like, oh, because he's American, he's like, oh, the film, oh, sorry, guys, we've got to get these uh, supplies through for a film. And he's like, oh, the new Hugh yeah. Grant film. And he goes, Because he's right. American, they believe him. Yeah, and they believe him. It's like, all oh, right, it's got any fit birds in it. <laughs> just like oh. Cameron Diaz. Cameron like, Diaz, yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah, she's fit as fuck. <laughs> just like, let him through because Cameron Diaz is fit as fuck. <laughs> 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 so they open the thing and then six six West Ham fans just batter forth throw traffic cones at them. traffic cones and then charge them with like a no way sign and then sing at them there's your famous GSE and then cut to uh, cut to stone, stone roses and it's oh, just like I want to be just adored classic, isn't it? I want to be adored comes on and it's just like, bang, they were into the montage of uh, Elijah Wood talking over it, over it. And it's just like, for the immortal words, I've never felt so, I've never lived so close to danger, but never felt so never safe. Never felt so safe, yeah. And it, it shows him getting a um, a West Ham tattoo, very reminiscent of... Uh, Immediately, Don- he's, been, he's been there four days. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. And they've, they've had three games in that time. Yeah. West Ham, yeah. Maybe they, they should consult the FA now. Should consult the director of Green Street and the writer of Green Street for the coronavirus schedule because clearly they've they've got it all. They had it all planned out. Play all the games in ten hours. <laughs> oh, right. So as it's so as this uh, as this montage comes to a close, the. Uh, the big it, Matt's dad appears, and uh, obviously yes. he's a ju- sign of him. Yes, and now so, and also I swear this guy was in loads of famous films, but like, uh, but yeah, he's. I do reckon I couldn't I can't name anything he's been in, but I do. He does strike me as a an actual actor. <laughs> well, he's one of the few that can actually act. Yeah. <laughs> So he's like, all oh, right, okay. Well, uh, are you still like, uh, are you still like doing your journalism? It's like, oh no, I'm running around with. I hear you're running around with some street thugs. It's yeah. like, no, no, dad, they're my friends. Like he's fourteen. No, he's best friends now. <laughs> the best friend. Oh yeah, they're all like Betty mates. Um, so, but still, he uh, his dad uh, persuades him to go have an, uh, a meeting with one of his contacts at the Times, and also now because Matt is uh, too hard and like. He's left all that behind, but what he hasn't left behind is writing a journal every day, which mm. gets him into a bit of trouble. Meanwhile, it's um, 
I mean, I don't know if you've ever done this, Matthew, but have you ever uh, sat in work or, like, gathered your friends and family around to watch the FA Cup draw? No. And this is this is another thing as well that happens in the football factory, doesn't it? Yeah, yes, it, it, it does actually. Where 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 Billy Bright's watching it in in the pub with his where he's taking his wife on a romantic, romantic, uh, romantic meal, and they get no <laughs> yes, day. fucking yes, and that is it's again very well done, a very it is funny, it is very yeah, funny, it is because they're all watching it in sort of almost by chance, really. Mm. Like it happens to be on in it would be on in the pub and it would be on in a club sort of here it's like he's watching it at school with his class so he's what you imagine is the third round draw for the FA Cup oh it's a quarter final this oh sorry a quarter final which lasts about two seconds so like, yeah we're wearing it we get the mags we get the, yeah we're doing pretty well in this Green Street fictional world yeah. we get Newcastle in, in FA Cup quarter final and it's like oh, a bit of a uh, northeast derby there, and and, uh, <laughs> and, and then immediately of, West Ham get Millwall, and it's just <laughs> and so everyone's going absolutely mad, and then one of them's carrying a bike up. The, they all have weird jobs, like they're working call centres, but then one's a teacher, and then obviously one's a pilot in an airport one's a bar. Pilot bothers in a in a call centre and just jumps up, takes his headset off. You would be immediately sacked. You would be, yeah, you would be. Yeah, chucked out of there. <laughs> and he just starts to ring his mates and yeah. tell them that, about the draw. Yeah, And then you've got uh, Tommy Atcher, who's a mechanic wearing a shirt and tie and braces. <laughs> In a garage <laughs> office. Yeah. <laughs> that's peak, that, isn't it? That's the man who's... Start, that's his garage, isn't it? And he built that office yeah. in the corner. It used to just be where you go and have a cup of tea. Now it's his office. There's lots of porn in there. <laughs> it's just like, how, like... First of all, he's called Tommy Hatcher, but how, like, more stereotypical. It's like, oh, yeah, he just works at a garage. <laughs> <laughs> just like... Yeah. <laughs> but... So as as one of these one of these people, they also happen to be walking past the Times building at the the moment. At the same where, time. At the same moment where Elijah Wood and his dad are having uh, a meeting with the Times and shaking hands, and so now in that oh fuck, there's like he's gonna he's a journalist now. It's it like, is fuming now. Like they are seething here. It's it. I mean, this is like beyond the pale. Not all, <laughs> as they say, it cuts to them all in a car going over to Pete's house, and he goes. So he's a yank and an undercover journo. Looks like we'll have to give him two funerals. I assume, like I, again, I don't, really, I don't really know much about firms, but they just kill people now for being American. As well. <laughs> One funeral for being American, and two for being a journalist. <laughs> Just like, oh, yeah, so now we've gone from just, like, having a, an occasional a meet-up to literally killing people. Murder now. <laughs> you, 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 yeah, you, you're sort of taking this thing of having a fight and sort of ruined it, really. You're sort of <laughs> taking it too far. Also, did you hear the uh, the rap track while this was going on? 
Oh no, I didn't. Well, and also, like, there's only four lines to it, and I, I actually wrote it down because when I actually listened to it, I was howling with laughter <laughs> <laughs> because they've actually they've written it for Green Street. It's not oh, like it doesn't yes. sound like it's a. Uh, it, it can't be used for anything else. And uh, well, I've I've handily got. I'm not going to wrap it because like I don't want this to be replayed back to me a million times. But I'll just I'll just <laughs> give, I'll just give you the lyrics. Excuse me. Uh, a boy from land of apple pie dropped in a culture of eye for an eye. Mm. We're up for combat and beyond that, Sky News 10. <laughs> Sky News at 10. I'll be on that. Oh, yes. <laughs> what is that? It's just like, and it's just like this ominous, like, rap, as they go into, like, I imagine kill him. <laughs> or, like, find, yeah. a, find a plan to just kill this person because they've Murder. seen him murder him. <laughs> Hey, he's been there a week, and he's gonna get murdered twice. <laughs> for one, for just being him. For one, for one for being from America, and two for being a. It, <coughs> this is the worst week of his life. <laughs> well, it was. Well, he was the greatest until until this uh, this happened. Well, until he was yeah, until he was un, yeah, ratted out basically. So, <laughs> so, but and also, this is when like uh, Steve Dunham. Uh, finds out that obviously Pete Dunham's dad, and also uh, going out with uh, Elijah Woods' sister. He just oh, so what did uh, what major did he do at, um, at Harvard? Oh, he was doing journalism, and he's like, what? What J- journalism? And so he has to run down to like the uh, the pub, which is it's a non-match day, but it's ha- it's absolutely heaving at this point. It's busier than it is on the match day. Yeah. <laughs> Where they're of all, course it is. But they're all they're all they're all still singing West Ham songs for some reason. Um, yeah, well, I do that. I just go to the Harbour View on a Thursday night for a beer and start singing Sunland Stand Up If You Ate the Mags. <laughs> oh, there's a bit where it's just like to the old god, and it just these like, just these old geese in the corner. <laughs> it's so much. Oh, it's amazing. It's just beautiful. It's like. So all this is going on where, like, so they, they've realised he's a journalist. Uh, Pete realises he's been told he's a journalist. And he's like, what are you doing, blah, blah, blah. And then so, but then Steve Dunham runs in and he's like, you've got to get out of here, Elijah. I mean, Matt. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you're in the are wrong you film. Are you sure? <laughs> you're in the wrong film. <laughs> yeah, you're in... <laughs> Yeah, you have got to. Ra- yeah, you should have got out of here a long time ago, Elijah. <laughs> it's not before ju- you say it. <laughs> it's not just a paycheck. <laughs> it's so. Um, it's irreparable damage. <laughs> it's because, uh, and so he's trying. Like Steve's remonstrating with him. He's like, "You got to get out of here." And as he's about to leave, it's like the uh, the bell of the pub goes. And then uh, another. Well, the guy behind the bar. He's uh, the right hand man. Is he uh, Terry? Is he good? Is he Terry? Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, Terry. Joel Beckett was uh, <laughs> he was definitely yeah. in EastEnders. Um, he goes, a bit of silence for the Major. And it turns out that Steve Dunham is actually the Major who founded the GSE. And it's like... I look at him. <laughs> just like, he's the scrawniest <laughs> man. <Is> it... <laughs> what? It's... Like... You're telling me... It's just ridiculous. You're telling me he beat up Tommy Hatch yet? I'm not having that. No, absolutely not. He, he, Tommy Hatcher would kill it well. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. 
<laughs> and then it, he has, so they're all major, major, major. <sighs> and then so it then cuts to a, just an incredible like flashback scene. Oh, here it is. Yeah, this is now, isn't it? The hair. <laughs> the hair. All of them have mullets in the eighties. <laughs> just, just like the flashback scene is just amazing. His oh, hair. Yeah. Oh my! It's like God. it's like they've not even tried because they've all got the same haircuts, just with mullets. It's just one wig. They're never in the same shot either, so they just use one wig. <laughs> and then it so it goes. So the reason why uh, he stepped, like Steve stepped away from it, because he had to choose between his. Essentially, his wife's going to dump him if he yeah. carries on with this. I mean, like at the if time, you, if you keep what sounds like murdering people, I'm going to leave you. Well, I mean, which is a fair enough, like uh, fair enough crack, really. It's me or the murdering. <laughs> it's me or the murder <laughs> or the football. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason, and they explain why Tommy Hatcher is so mad, is that he took his son to a West Ham Mill. Oh, this is the last time West Ham played Millwall. Um, like Tommy Hatcher's son got killed by yeah G- the GSE. And I mean, I don't know a law expert, but <laughs> if Steve Dunham was like head of this, surely he'd be in prison for this. If he I collective mean, responsibility, you do tend. I mean, again, I, I, I'm not. A, you know, I haven't studied law for any any time at all, but you do tend to go to prison for killing people. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I mean, and and also, like, you couldn't just go to the match. It's like, <laughs> it could it could just go in like a different stand and just like watch it normally in the family stand and and yeah. oh, is that him that killed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just sits here now because he's banned. He's banned from the north stand. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. Not none of them. Yeah, this is also the thing. None of them are banned from West Ham. They're really bad. No, no. They're really bad hooligans. <laughs> they're not banned. Yeah, if you're not, if you're a hooligan and you can still go to the match, then you you're not doing very well, really. And, and sit in the front you row. You've got your badge. You haven't got your tenth Bannon badge sewn on your top. <laughs> so after like your fifty meter swimming badge. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I just thought that was just the dull thing because when you w- used to watch all those like Danny Dyer's football hooligans or whatever, they'd always talk to people and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, I can't go anymore because I'm banned." So, oh, do oh, you, you still go? No, I'm banned for fifty five years <laughs> yeah. because I kicked <laughs> someone's head in at Easter Road. Like it's. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go within three miles of a football yeah. ground. I have to check into a police station every match. Yeah. <laughs> have to hand your passport in every international break. <laughs> yeah, these are terrible hooligans. And so and also like Bother uh, appears again in this pub, but then Matt is there, so he's or Elijah Wood is there. So he's like, Oh right, okay. So they start to have a bit of a, a ding dong and he gets and like uh, he gets knocked down, and Bother's about to like batter him, but because he's on the on the floor, uh, Pete throws him against the wall yeah. with the the line. I don't care who he is, you don't hit someone on the deck. <laughs> yeah, from yeah. So they, they have morals now, yeah. but they were going to kill him twice. Yeah, they were going to kill him, but now, but if he wasn't lying on the floor, maybe they wouldn't kill him. Yeah, maybe if he... Oh, he's in bed. We, can, we can't We can't kill him now. Like, we're just going to have to... I do, it doesn't make... They've developed these morals from somewhere. 
<laughs> because they can't kick his head in while he's on the ground in the pub, but they were all planning on murdering him. <laughs> what? Not once. But twice. It was going to be killed twice. <laughs> like, like some weird Roman cult or something. Now it's like he's some born-again Christian now. Yeah. But then Bother runs off. He has a lover's tiff with Pete in the toilets and then runs off to the Millwall pub, which are all... Like, I've written down, it's just like, the Millwall pub feels a bit like Rugged Island on Father Ted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all, like, singing Millwall songs. Again, it's just the mirror of this pub. It's just a, a just on just a day. This is just a day. Yeah. This is... You, 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 this would not happen. No, you just like you don't go. You would go into like Newcastle or like just like they're all singing. Pint Max after up. work on a Wednesday afternoon, just, <laughs> you just walk into like walk into like the I don't know the Lady Greys or it's just like people just singing <coughs> the Blade and Races. Well, they, I don't know they probably would actually, but like you've got like it just wouldn't happen, would it? Like it's no. just outrageous. But they, so Tommy Hatcher now knows that not only is the Yank that they want to do it, I don't know why he wants to do it, but also the Major is in, and he's never been he's never been seen in a pub since like 1987 or something. Since he had his mullet cut off. <laughs> After his mullet, yeah, it's he got his mullet cut off, and then no one couldn't realise who he was. Oh, it's is it, it's no, it can't be him. So, so he goes to he goes to the pub and just fire bombs it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, oh, he's in there. Oh, well, we'll just burn it down. We'll just go home with a Molotov cocktail and just burn the pub down. <laughs> and then, of course, there is well. The demise, well, not the demise, but a very, a very sort of very graphic, actually, isn't it? Like, yeah, for I, I don't know if this, I don't know if this was an eighteen or a fifteen, but it's pretty minking. It's like, so again, if you've not seen it, there's this is when the major and, gets his comeuppance, uh, gets his comeuppance <laughs> for nothing, um, for for doing well, essentially nothing. Um, what I really like is it's a bit, it, Tommy Hatcher stabs him in the neck with, with a broken bottle as as the Major is saying sorry but... <laughs> and he goes you die tonight we're even it's like well not really mate like <laughs> like you, you it's no. like, the Major didn't actually kill his kid it was just like no. it was other people that did that but it's like so... stabbed him in the neck <laughs> With a bottle, his blood goes everywhere. Of course it does. <laughs> and then Bother, who've, who's been cracked over the head uh, with a bottle because he's a massive grass, uh, what, yeah. he, he wakes up to find the pub in on fire. And then and then goes to the... Uh, and then realises that he's done all this. And then, it's his fault, basically. <laughs> so he goes to the... They all go to the hospital where the Major not only uh, has been stabbed in the neck, also his wife just comes in and leaves him. Yeah, leaves him... Yeah, while he's in bed, um, <laughs> dying. Yeah, don't know if he's going to survive. <laughs> and, uh, but then but then his wife leaving him is defended by Pete. No, she has to. She has to. Yeah. So, well, she doesn't. And, and you should too. <laughs> yeah. So, well... 
Is this it? I'm saying this has all happened in, the, in about four days. It's just incredible. Like, it's just amazing. <laughs> but then it's all now. It's all settled now because like Pete wants revenge over Tommy Archer. So they set up in the most early noughties thing of organising a fight in the shadow of the Millennium Dome. Millennium Dome. <laughs> and yeah. it, it's and he tell he tells uh, Matt. It's like no, you shouldn't go. You shouldn't go. It's like he's going to be like he's going to be mad. And he's like okay. And he's about to go to America with uh, his sister because his sister. who's just left him. Uh, the lad who, like the major's dying in the hospital. She's just going home now. She's gone to America. She's well. gone to America, not, not to Oxford or no. or Crew or Scotland. She's gone to America. She's just left him to well whatever, pick up whatever life. Um, he doesn't even have a key to the house. <laughs> well, you would. Well, he wouldn't because all these clothes are been <laughs> <laughs> he's just burning down. He's basically being rendered, and he's like, <laughs> so. And also, so there's a bit in it where he's just like, uh, it's like you shouldn't, you shouldn't go. And then like, and he does this montage of like people, all the hooligans like leaving their houses to go to this like big uh, scrap. And then this is like horrible, like like sultry guitar music of like a yeah. a homecoming where he's like running down the street. Also, there's now apparently like 40 West Ham hooligans who've never been seen yeah. at any other point. Who've never, yeah, they, well, they mustn't, have got, they mustn't have gone to the Walsall home game, so they didn't qualify. Ah, uh, 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 see. Also, there's a, in that scene, there's a bloke carrying a two-by-four, so... <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just all of them walking down another deserted street in East London. They've done well. These would not be deserted anymore. They would now have empty four million pound apartments on them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so they go, so they go to this thing, and all the Millwall hooligans are also there, and they have a big scrap on the uh, the the beach or some some kind of beach, yeah, in, in, in wasteland, really. And uh, yes. <laughs> So they have a big thing, and then for some reason the sister turns up uh, to yes s- to see all this. Uh, <laughs> the major's there. The major's fine now. The, the, but- ma- <laughs> the major's wife's there, and he's like, "Oh no, don't tell him! Don't tell him! Don't tell Tommy! He's an animal! He's gonna have her!" He's gonna. Oh, there's a bit. Also, there's a there's an amazing bit where bother. Oh, we've missed. Sorry, we have missed out a very crucial part of this uh, this cinematic experience, and it's Bother uh, sleeping on a park bench. Oh yes, and then being uh, then singing "I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles" again, the most cringeworthy no. thing. And it's when because we, we I was watching this um, with with Becky earlier, um, my wife. If you don't know, and Bother is walking up by a policeman. And just runs away. Dabsy <laughs> <Just> jets it. <laughs> just legs it down. Just legs it down. She's like, why is he running away? Like, what? He's just sleeping. And he's sleeping as well as if he's all tucked up and cosy. <laughs> On a park he's bench. On a park bench next to the river. Also, he's uh, drank a full bottle of vodka that night before. Yeah, and he's just fine. And he's able to run. And also drop kick Tommy Hatcher. So... Oh yeah, yeah. So that's good. Um, <laughs> to distract Tommy Hatcher is uh, Sharon or Shannon is like at the beach, 
Because also there's a kid in the car, and it's like, yeah, the, yeah. and it's like Peter's around, and is like just taunts him as like, you, sh- he was your son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just again, just so so uh, wooden. Some wooden acting as well when when the and one of the other fir- the Millwall firm goes over to the car. You're gonna pay for this now, you yank. <laughs> Oh, come here, you little yank. <laughs> just like, what? So, stop saying yank. Like, you would. Stupid. You just call him a prick. You'd hear a wanker or something. Like, you just. But, uh, so this is going. So they drive off, and then Pete Dunham just gets beaten to a pulp. Well, Tommy, that's just like. Like, <laughs> saying this sort of poem that he. It's, I assume that's a Millwall song. Yeah. And even that everyone just stops in silence and everyone's like, right, you've gone too far now. Yeah, he's literally he's literally killed someone. You are. He's dead and you are still punching him in the <laughs> face. You have gone way beyond the line of not kicking a man when he's on the floor. <laughs> so, and it pans out they also got Elijah Wood's uh, like kind of monologue above it. Like over this, and it's like yeah. Pete Dunham's life told me to stand my ground, but in in death he told me to walk away. <laughs> just like, <laughs> like, so, yeah, like the whole thing's got some kind of moral compass. Like, like is if Pete Dunham's like some kind of philosophist? No, he's just an absolute like, dickhead. He's just a, he's just a moron with a terrible accent. <laughs> but, uh, so, and to close out this film, it goes back to Harvard. And of it, does. it cuts to Jamie Van Holden, who's there with his other like, like rich friends, and he um, he's I don't know something something's happened. He's got some like job or something. Some kind of meeting or yeah. yeah. Also, they're drinking bowls of whiskey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like to show that we are indeed rich. And he uh, again, Jamie Van Holden is the worst drug user of all time. He is dreadful, isn't he? Because he goes into the toilet. Uh, although it is again a deserted toilet, um, just gets the drugs out, flaps them about a bit, then goes into a toilet stall and doesn't lock it. And me, no, no. <laughs> just like, again, I mean, <laughs> it's just like it, it's like you want to be caught, um, but then in walks Elijah Wood, and now he's like he's tough, he's tough. And apparently there's some yeah, like... he's learned a lot from his six days in London, <laughs> hasn't he? <laughs> well, he has to take a week off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, and apparently Jamie Van Holden promised him something, uh, like he'd hook him up. Doesn't really, doesn't really explain. I don't know why he'd go back to Jamie Van Holden. Come from no, who's, yeah, a man who saw him expelled from the... Oh, I don't know. God. <laughs> And he is like, oh, he, he happens to, like, uh, tape it all while he's doing coke. And uh, as he tries to do something, he, like, swipes his leg away and goes to hit him. And it's like, so he's, like, all come full circle. And now, like, Elijah Wood's, like, dead tough now. And he walks really and he walks out into another deserted, this time American street, uh, and sings uh, I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles even more wooden than any yeah, of the... Yeah, that's uh, awful, isn't it? It, it also like he doesn't have the voice for like no he doesn't does he it's, it's like, like it sounds like when you when when someone's videoed a sort of a gig and you can hear them singing along with it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so i just like i'd just like to to say that 
I uh, I was again I was watching this with uh, with Becky this afternoon and she was like, Why you need to make some notes for the podcast? And I've made the notes for this film, uh, with people dying and uh, people getting their heads kicked in in Becky's Fern Cotton's Happy Place journal. <laughs> which I think is quite 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 nice, really. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's one of these films where like it I've used it all, I think. Yeah. To... I don't know, it's one of these films that certainly cheers me up. Put me in a happy place this afternoon. <laughs> it's just the most... I don't know if... The, the thing is with films like this, it's like Football Factory is meant to be like a bit tongue-in-cheek, I think. Yeah, I'm going to watch that tonight, I yeah. think, The Football Factory. Whereas the problem with Green Street is like it generally thinks it's like a real take on... Yeah, I think that is the issue. That's why it's, comes a, it's so bad. Yeah, the dialogue is like, the like the dialogue's terrible. It's like yeah, it, the whole premise of the film is terrible. The plot's dreadful. It really, it really is. just doesn't make any sense at all. There's no need for this to happen. And it, <laughs> there, like, there'd be no circumstance where this would happen. He's gone from oh, take him to the match. People have died since in a week. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's like his main friend has died, and he, <laughs> he, like, he doesn't. How was Britain? Uh, how was it, Matt? Did you enjoy it? Oh, I went to the football, and then the friend died that I was with. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah, I went to see my sister. Uh, yeah, her brother-in-law died, and then her her husband is in in hospital, and oh, so she's left him. And now she now lives in America, so I'm going to see her again next week. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's so great. And West Ham played Gillingham. It, it just and I saw I saw a three nil win over Gillingham. Yeah, <laughs> just but really it was Birmingham and uh, really just incredible. And I think we covered gonna... all bases. Uh, yeah, I think that's a pretty comprehensive. I've just written something here on one of my one of the notes I've written for the on my last page of notes is bother fuming. <laughs> Which he that, permanently is. is. I think that, that we can probably leave it at that. I would have thought. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. On that note of bother being fuming, uh, thanks for listening. And if you want, if you really want to cheer yourself up in these dark times, please, please watch Green Street because uh, trust me, you uh, you won't regret it. So thanks for listening. Um, stay safe. Uh, keep washing your hands and uh, fuck the mugs. Oh, yeah.